Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Twilight. I'm here with my sister, Chrissy, for the last five episodes. Not five episodes, five chapters of Twilight. I'm so excited. I'm very excited about this because my sister, my sister's the biggest Twilight fan I know, so I had to bring her <laughs> on for the epic finale of this book. So, obviously, I know what your Twilight era was like because I was there but my listeners don't so could you explain in your own (laughs) words like what was it like reading these for the first time what were you like were you team Edward were you team Jacob did you flip around did you picture yourself as Bella did you like the movies like tell me tell well I know everything but tell everyone everything yeah um I definitely pictured myself as Bella the entire time I'm basically like the epitome of what a middle school girl reading Twilight was like I was obsessed with Twilight it is pretty much all I talked about um while I was reading the books (laughs) um Yeah, I mean, everyone in my friend group had an opinion, Team Edward or Team Jacob. I, of course, for the longest time was Team Jacob until actually, I think, like halfway through Eclipse, I was just like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Oh, no, it was Breaking Dawn. After, yeah, after Breaking Dawn, I was like, okay, I can't. Was it when, was it when Jacob, like, fell in love with the baby? Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know you knew about that. (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't remember. So here's what I know. Because I've seen the first movie, obviously, and now I've read the first book. So I right. know the first book. I have absolutely no idea what happens in New Moon, except for the fact that I know that's where, like, the Team Jacob thing comes into play, I think. Oh, yeah. And then Eclipse, yeah. absolutely no idea what happens in Eclipse. In my brain, I just I just skip over it. And then we go to Breaking Dawn, and all I know about Breaking Dawn is that she has the CGI baby and yeah. Jacob like imprints on the baby, and then didn't, I know wait, that there's didn't like a you come to scene. see that? I think you came to see it with me yes, in the movie theater. I think, I think I dragged you to go. I think mom made me go. Yeah, I think yeah, mom was like, you, right. "You should go." <laughs> yeah, because I remember being like, "Mom, she's not gonna understand." <laughs> yeah, and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I was just obsessed with. Yeah, I was just very obsessed with Twilight. As you know, but your your listeners don't, I had this black canvas bag that I, like, begged my mom to let me enter Hot Topic. We were not allowed to go in as children. It was, like, a scary And place. it was scary. Um, <laughs> it was a little scary, yeah. Um, it was, like, a little too emo for us running around in, you know, our Harry Potter wands and stuff. Because we were all so obsessed with Harry Potter. Still am. Yeah. But, yeah, I had this black canvas bag that had all of the characters of Twilight and, like, most middle school girls my age were, like, you know, they had their Vera Bradley bags and whatever else. Wait, I had it your, a it black was your canvas school bag? bag. It was your school bag? Yeah, it was my school bag. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, obsessed with Twilight. I had no idea that was your school bag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I wanted it. I wanted everyone in school to know that I was the biggest fan of Twilight. Cause and you, I you truly were. I mean, it was, it was an it was era. Crazy. It was really something. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show. The only book that I did not finish in a single day was Breaking Dawn. And that's because I read it in secret only at school. Because mom was like, you can't read this anymore. I was mad. 
um, she told me to take it back to the library. I did not take it back to the library. I kept it in my locker at school and kept reading it. But it would take me forever to read it because I only really had like 30 minutes out of my entire school day to actually read the book. So it took me months to read Breaking Dawn. It was killing me. But I I read all the rest of them in a single day. I remember when she found out your little scheme that you were reading it at school because didn't she not want you to read it because you kept like reading instead of like doing your schoolwork or something or it was was it inappropriate I probably did do that but no she was getting it for me for Christmas because I remember on Christmas day I was like oh my gosh it's breaking dawn and I flipped open to like the middle of the last chapter because that's how far I was and she was like you're kidding me oh my god yeah yeah she should have just not waited till christmas really (laughs) that's that's on mom um all right so let's get into the happenings of the book um so chapter 21 is called phone call um and basically bella is still in this little hotel room with jasper and alice and um she wakes up in the middle of the night as she does because her sleep schedule is super messed up now And she goes to see what Jasper and Alice are doing. And Alice is, like, sketching furiously. And Jasper is, like, watching her. And Bella goes over and she notices that Alice is actually drawing her mom's house. But instead of being like, oh my god, that's my mom's house. She, like, Alice is, like, drawing and drawing. And Bella goes, the phone goes there. Like, why did she have to be that Like, just say it's your mom's house. Yeah, I mean, she's super dramatic always. She literally is. So she starts to panic, and Jasper uses his little magic thingy to calm her, calm her down. And Alice is like, it's time to call the gang. So um, she goes on the phone, and then after she finishes talking to them, she tells Bella that Edward is coming to get her, and that um, Edward and Emmett and Carlisle are going to take her somewhere and hide her. And Bella is just instantly super relieved that he, that Edward is coming like she doesn't give a fuck about her mom's house anymore is all about Edward right um but also why is he taking a plane to to Phoenix and not just like running yeah i honestly the ending for me was like very anticlimactic like i wanted the first time i was reading it i was like oh my gosh there's so much suspense and then when they finally ended the book i was just like there's so much of this that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever yeah like he can't he run super fast like couldn't he run faster than a plane and he has to like wait for there to be a flight like just run i don't get it but yeah there's a lot of things like that in this last section that i was like this is dumb the only cool part was when she's in the ballet studio but (laughs) so bella freaks out again um after she's relieved and she thinks that people are gonna get hurt because of her and alice is basically oh alice like turns to jasper and is like can you please make this bitch chill out because um she's tweaking so he tries to make her like go to sleep which is kind of sick that he can just like put you to sleep yeah that's crazy wish he could do that for me (laughs) i know right like i have some real problems like i need jasper to come make me fall asleep every time (laughs) like i need to go to bed earlier i need me jasper um but Bella's basically like, I don't want to sleep. She, like, resists Jasper's power and um, doesn't go to sleep. And then she goes to her room, and so she just sits there and panics and says that the only hope she has left is that she'll be with Edward soon. But, like, 
how does that change anything? This man is still coming to your mom's house. Like, yeah, he definitely has, like, I don't know what it is about the book, but basically the entire time I was just, like, into Edward's, like, savior complex, you know? Because you, when you're reading the book, you kind of, like, imagine yourself as Bella. And there are all these supernatural things, and you're just like, okay, I want someone to just kind of take care of my life for me because she's, like, typical, like, self-absorbed teen, who has, you know, some flaws, to say the least. <laughs> I actually hated Bella. I hated Bella. She's my least favorite character. Super underwhelming. And I was just kind of like, why is Edward into this super, like, not chill human being? Okay, right? Like, I feel like I feel like nobody reads these books for Bella. Like, everybody reads these books for, like, Edward and Jacob and, like, the cool vampire shit and werewolf shit that I haven't gotten to yet. But, like, nobody reads this shit for Bella. Like, she sucks <laughs> so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. None of her thoughts make sense yeah. at all. But I guess her being, like, a self-absorbed teenager kind of helps a little bit because I guess I am reading this as an adult. But still, she sucks. Would yeah. not have been friends with her as a teenager. So the phone suddenly rings again, and Alice says that the gang is going to be there at, like, 945 um and jasper conveniently goes to check out uh of the hotel because they're going to relocate closer to her mom's house um and then the phone rings again and it's quote-unquote bella's mom but actually it's james and so like alice answers the phone and basically like bella's mom's voice is like oh hi where's Bella? And then she gives the phone to Bella, but it's James. And Bella gets super scared that James has her mom. And he tells her, like, don't worry, I won't hurt your mom um, if you do what I say, which is pretty much just to meet him at her mom's house. And so Bella panics again, wondering how, like, of course she's immediately, since she's stupid, she's like, okay, good deal. I'll, I'll meet you at my mom's house and die. Um, and she panics again, wondering <laughs> how she's going to escape two vampires. Yeah, um, that's kind of fair. I mean, here's the thing that makes me so annoyed with the ending is, and kind of the books in general, is you would expect every novel for Bella to have some sort of character arc, but it's more like her character arc arcs over the entire four books and even still it's really not that much at all and so the entire time you're reading the book it's like are you getting more self-absorbed or what because I mean there are a million possible scenarios where like you could be like oh that totally makes sense for Bella to do or oh she should do this or like oh she totally could have done this exactly what she did was not what anyone was expecting <laughs> it's just like yeah why? You have all of these because, supernatural, like, like, badass vampires around you, and you're like, no, exactly. I'm a human. I'm going to take care of it myself. Like, why would you... Like, I know on the phone he's like, oh, don't tell them I said this, but why would you be like, yes, sir, and, like, not tell the, like, five, six, whatever vampires that are protecting you, oh, like, he has my mom, and he wants me to meet him at... It. Like, why, like, why did she think that that was the best also, idea? Also, maybe, like... like try calling your mom 
Yeah. Like, I feel like we've learned all of this stuff through, like, various, like, phishing scams. <laughs> like, if you're, if someone's calling you and asking you for your bank information, aren't you going to call your bank and ask if that was actually yeah. them or not? <laughs> like, I don't know. This is really just one big phishing scam. Yeah. Bella's actually a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> she's, a, she's a fucking boomer. Yeah. Uh, so she's, like, panicking again because she's like, how the fuck am I gonna escape two vampires? The answer is you don't, but anyway. Um, right. She immediately begins to think about not seeing Edward ever again, even though she literally thinks that a vampire has her mom, and she's like, oh my god, when I die, I'm never gonna see Edward again. Like, why would you not think, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm never going to see my dad again. I left things off on such a bad note with him. I'm never going to see my mom again. This vampire has my mom and he's going to kill her if I don't... Like, why are you thinking about your man that you've known for, like, a couple months? Young love. Um, (laughs) But so she asks Alice, she's like, hey, like, can I, um, can I, like, write this letter and, like, will you give it to my mom for me? Um, since, like, I'm not gonna get to see her. And then, instead of writing a letter to her mother, she writes a fucking goodbye letter to Edward. Now, why would you do that? Why would you... Like, okay, maybe she writes a letter to Edward, fine. Why would you not also write a letter for your mom, though? And your dad? Yeah, um, I'm kind of at a loss for that, because, (laughs) yeah, I, I, I don't follow her logic at all. But I keep I keep thinking like maybe she's so stupid because like she does have this supernatural boyfriend and things aren't supposed to be normal. Maybe? Question mark? I don't know. (sighs) Maybe. I mean, I'm just I'm kind of done coming up with excuses for Bella (laughs) because in my head she's just dumb. Like But anyway, she also tells Edward in the letter that he should thank Alice and Jasper instead of, like, being mad at them for letting her escape. Um, and thank Alice especially. Right. Classic. Which is bullshit, because Jasper is doing so much. He's, like, keeping her calm. He's, he's basically, like, a living Xanax. And she's, like, make sure you thank Alice especially. They're, I mean, I'm not saying Alice isn't doing anything, but they're both... They're both doing a lot. Like, there's no reason to pick a favorite here. There really isn't. But anyway, so that's the end of chapter 21. Basically, not very much happens. Chapter 22 is called Hide and Seek. Um, And so at the beginning of this chapter, Alice has another vision, um, but she doesn't say what it is. She just goes, Bella. Um, So basically, she sees Bella getting fucked ass up because Bella just decided to go meet James. Um, so in the car, they, so they go to the airport to go meet with Edward and the rest of the gang, and they're in the car on the way to the airport, and Bella asks how Alice's visions work, and Alice says that she only sees the course people are on while they're on it. So, like, once they change their mind, then things change, and she gets a new vision of what's about to happen, which is why she got the vision of Bella getting fucked up. Um, Right. Because Bella had just decided to go do that to herself, pretty much. She did, though. <laughs> she really did it to herself. 
We get to the airport and Bella gives Alice her letter for fucking Edward. And then she says she wants to get some food. And she's like, actually, like, like Alice goes to like go with her. And she's like, actually, do you think Jasper could come with me? Like, I'm feeling a little, uh, and like, doesn't finish the sentence. Um, so Jasper goes with her, but then she tricks my man's Jasper into letting her go to the bathroom because he can't come in with her, obviously, because he's a man. And then she runs away right. through, like, a secret door in the bathroom that she happened to know about. Which is just ridiculous. This is the dumbest girl <laughs> I've ever read about in my life. And she remembers a secret door in a bathroom in an airport she hasn't been in in, like, forever. Like, ugh, that's just yeah questionable to me. But so then she, like, she runs out of the airport. People are staring at her. She takes a shuttle out of the airport. And then she gets in a cab to go to her mother's house. Um... And so the entire cab ride to her mom's house, she's literally just fantasizing about Edward, which is, I mean, I've already, I've, I've already gone off a few times so far about how she's literally about to go surrender herself to death itself and is only thinking about yeah. this man, <laughs> but it's still ridiculous. And then she gets to her mom's house and then like no one's there she runs to the phone and she sees a number written like on the phone and so she dials it and of course it's james and he answers and he's like okay now come to the ballet studio which why didn't he just ask her to come to the ballet studio in the first place yeah i think james you know how like when you're super hangry and (laughs) you're just like i don't care i just need food you don't care how you get there i just like need it I feel like that's kind of, like, he's so scatterbrained. He's just like, come here. No, wait, come here. Come here. Come here. Yeah, I feel like he has, like, he also has, like, a a flair for the dramatics, you know? Like, he seems yeah. to really enjoy making things as dramatic as possible. And I will bring that up again when we get to his stupid monologue. She starts running to the ballet studio at, like, top speed um, because she's suddenly so athletic and she like is like looking all at baseball. all the things she sees. I know. She's like looking at all, all the things she sees. She sees, you know, like the the playground she used to go to. But then as she's running, she starts to miss trees and forks and she calls it home because suddenly she likes trees now. Yeah. It's all about that Edward she's vision, home. you know. God. <laughs> so she gets to the studio she goes inside and finds out that james did that cute little vcr trick but with her mom yeah so basically he took like a home video of her mom being like bella where are you be careful um and she's like playing or something in the video and her mom is like saying this and so basically he just held the phone up and it's it wasn't actually her mom it was a recording of her mom and so she got bamboozled and she feels stupid. Um, but for some reason, she's not even scared. Like, she's, she makes a note and is like, I'm not scared, though. Why not? <laughs> Maybe she, like, made her peace with the end. I don't know. It's so weird. It's really weird. Like, she knew she was about to die and then she just found out that she's about to die for nothing. Like, wouldn't you have a little emotion? I think, like, it's a combination of like being in shock and also at the same time just like pure idolatry for your vamp boyfriend 
like coming to save you you know like i bet you she thinks that edward is like coming at least that's what she I she probably I does in the back of her mind she's probably like well i'm not really gonna die because edward's gonna come and save me but, yeah yeah exactly so james launches into his dr duvenschmertz level evil backstory and he says he never believed that bella would actually go to phoenix which like true why did they do that why didn't they just go to like a random place like colorado or something that makes no sense um, right i guess they were they were trying to do the thing like oh let's go where he thinks that we would never go because it's too obvious like reverse reverse psychology but like in the end that's stupid so he never believed that bella would actually go to phoenix but then he was like well you know what let me see if they did so he went to phoenix and then um he had victoria helping him and she was like watching the the crew that was back in forks and once she saw edward and the gang get on a plane to phoenix he was like bingo baby i'm there um <laughs> so that's when he called her he ca- that's when he called bella and pretended to have her mom and he picks up the video camera that like he took from bella's mom's house that you know was used to make the videotapes and he's mm-hmm. like okay you know what like i know you left a little a little le- letter for edward um so i'm going to leave a letter for him too and he like starts filming this whole monologue is so dumb it's interesting but like everybody knows that the downfall of every dramatic villain is their evil monologue because it just you're killing time exactly it's so funny because i remember being on our you know that white couch we had (laughs) that's now in storage um yeah i remember being on that exact couch in the living room just like reading this so quickly because i just wanted to know what happened that i just completely you know you have very little focus as a seventh grader and i was just like yeah yeah yeah, i don't care about this (laughs) yeah yeah shut the fuck up (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh he starts talking about um he starts off his stupid monologue by saying that really like this wasn't about sucking her blood it was more about beating Edward. So basically, he's just right. an asshole. Um, and he says that... Hashtag there was vengeance. Only, literally. He said there was only one time that his prey escaped him. And it was because of another vampire that was also in love with a human. But this human was in an asylum. And he kind of, like, hints at who it is. And Bella suddenly puts two and two together and figures out it was Alice. Because she used to have, you know, visions as a human, and so they put her in an asylum. And he's like, oh yeah, she had these visions, blah blah blah. And he's like, holy shit. Right. It's Alice. But when he was chasing Alice, the vampire that was in love with her uh, bit her and turned her into a vampire before James could get to her. So instead, when James got there, he just destroyed Alice's vampire man's. So this, for me, was the best part of this book, was that I got a little bit of Alice's backstory, because as soon as I read, you know, like, chapters and chapters ago, that it was like, oh, Alice just, like, got turned into a vampire, and she doesn't remember anything, and she doesn't know who did it, like, I was like, that's us. I need to know what happened there. Yeah. So, like, it was, it was good to find that out. I liked that part. <laughs> 
And then he finally ends his backstory and starts getting ready to attack. And Bella tries to run, which is stupid. So stupid. So dumb. She, like, so dumb. A few chapters ago, Edward literally had that iconic moment when he was like, as if you could outrun me. Like, she knows. <laughs> Why did she do that? Yeah, literally any type of human response would be fight or flight and in that case you could do neither so i mean yeah. why <laughs> and there is like the i forget what it's called it's like the human response where you can't fight or flee so you just shut down like yeah like oh that would be me there. i'd be like <laughs> same i'd be like all right take me away <laughs> yeah so bella tries to run and he ends up just beating her up like stomps on her leg and breaks it which honestly is kind of funny like he literally just stepped on it and it broke. Um, <laughs> throws her against a mirror. And of course the glass breaks and it cuts her and she starts bleeding. And then he goes crazy like a shark and he bites her. Whole time, this man is still filming and talking about like, oh, you don't want Edward to avenge your death? Oh, you don't want Edward to come kill me? And she's like, Edward, no, don't do it. Which why yeah i mean at that point i would want like my killer vamp boyfriend to just avenge me exactly like he can they're both obsessive like how yeah it just doesn't fit in with the her character vibe because they're both obsessively i I wouldn't even call it like love it's just literally obsession and for her to be like no don't do it it's just like what like if this were me i would be like avenge my death please kill this dude he sucks he's a dick (laughs) right um but so that's the end of chapter 22 basically she's just like bit and she's like fading away and chapter 23 opens up and when i tell you that this was the most head-ass intro to a chapter thus far like (laughs) to the point where I wrote in the margin of my book, Stephanie, this is enough. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this chapter is so dumb. It's called The Angel. Take a, take a <laughs> guess at who the angel is. Um, but so she passes out from the attack and she like has this like unconscious dream thing that she's like floating in water, but she can still hear everything that's going on. And right. she hears this angry snarl, which is, of course, it's Edward. Like the gang has come to save the day. And she starts to sort of feel the pain that she's in. And then she says, she starts to hear an angel calling her name to the only heaven she wanted. Oh my gosh. So overdramatic. Like, Bella, you literally know who it is. You could just be like, oh my gosh, I I heard Edward. And if you really want to talk about him sounding like, just be like, I heard Edward and he sounded like an angel coming to me from above. Like, you can be dramatic. But this was too much. To be fair, though, I will say all teenagers are incredibly dramatic, especially me included. So I I ate that ish up, you know, I'm I was sure very into that. <laughs> I love the dramaticism. Like literally for multiple pages, for multiple pages, she does not refer to him as Edward, even though she knows it's Edward. She refers to him as the angel. Yeah, it's literal idolatry. It is crazy. It's cuckoo nutso insane. Yeah. Um, 
But so he starts, like, yelling for her, like, oh, listen to me, stay with me, don't go into the light, etc., etc. And Stephanie Meyer is going ham with this angel metaphor, like, too much. Like, the whole page, she's calling him the angel. <laughs> when Bella and, and, and I know it's Edward. We all know it is. But then she starts to hear Carlisle, and he's talking about um, her broken leg and broken ribs. And even while describing this dialogue of, like, Carlisle and Edward talking about her injuries, she's still referring to Edward as the angel. Like, it's like the angel and Carlisle. Like, at this point, shut up. Please stop. (laughs) And then she starts to feel a burning pain in her hand that overshadows all of the other pains. So obviously, this is where James bit her, and she was starting to feel the venom, like the vampire venom. Um, And so she's, basically, she's starting to turn to a vampire. But Alice and Carlisle are like, if you don't want her to be a vamp, you gotta suck that venom out, you know? Like the copperhead venom. Suck and spit, baby. And Edward's like, I don't know if I can, like, this blood be smelling like a whole meal. Like, if I start, I don't think I'm gonna stop. Like, I'm thinking, like, haven't eaten all day, and someone puts a, a big bowl of vodka pasta in front of me, like, I can't stop. Exactly. Um, suddenly he just, like, goes in for it. He's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. My thing was, like, okay, I know Carlisle's busy, like, trying to, like, stabilize her body, but, like, couldn't he have just done it? He's done it before. Yeah, but I think it was, <laughs> I think it was him trying to test edward's ability to actually just be a normal vegetarian vamp i always sense this that's kind of dumb though i know i always sense this weird tension between them though and maybe this was my own like teenage mind just making it a thing (laughs) but i always sense this tension that like carlisle never liked his rebellion when he just wanted to actually eat people and so he made Edward do it as, like, a make sure you're sure thing. Or at least that's what I envisioned when I was reading it. And then... That's interesting. And, yeah. And then also with the angel thing, I legit... When I was reading it, I was just like, oh, all of this makes total sense because I'm sure her mind is totally out of it because she's, like, physically beaten and probably... Like, I don't know where her brain's at, but she's already, like, not functional as a 16, 17-year-old. So, I'm sure her brain is just absolutely freaking out and isn't operating see, like, in reality. See, that So, like, makes all sense. of that made sense to me. That makes sense. But where I draw the line is when she was talking about the angel talking to Carlisle. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I because know. if it's you true. can identify Carlisle, you don't have to talk about Edward as the angel. Maybe that's yeah. just fair. Me. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so Edward goes in and he starts sucking the ven- venom out, and it's, the burning feeling starts to go away, and she starts to feel better. Um, and then he stops. Like, he musters up the strength, and he stops. And then she tells them um, that her mom was never there and he tricked her um, and tries to tell them that James knew Alice, etc., etc. And then she's like, I want to go to sleep. 
so she does. Um, but they also never clarified that James died here. So until I got to like the very end where it was sort of like, you know, everything was kind of tied up in a little bow and like everything's okay. I was like, okay, but what if he like escaped? Like, what if he's not fully dead? Or oh, what if they yeah. didn't burn him correctly? Like, I was, it wasn't I was really thinking, clear. Like, yeah. And so I'm thinking, like, if there's four books, I know the evil vampires come back. They have to, because I cannot take four books of this. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, is James going to come back from the dead? But I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but so that's the end of chapter 23. And then we get to chapter 24, which is called An Impasse. Um, Hmm. so basically Bella wakes up in the hospital, doesn't know what's going on, but Edward's there, of course, and he tells her that they told everyone that she fell down two flights of stairs and through a window and everyone just believes it, which is so funny. Yeah. Because she's so stupid. I mean, you know who doesn't believe it? Probably Jacob's dad. What's his name? Is it Billy? Yeah, Billy. He... doesn't believe it and neither does charlie really like charlie kind of blames edward a little bit but so then after that they talk about how good her blood tastes which is weird as fuck like yeah that was pretty weird um but edward says that like she should have waited for him and told him what happened which like yes edward you are correct she should have and like but we know that she's stupid like come on um, but then Edward says that Jasper and Emmett took care of James, which, yes, go Jasper. But also then that, like, kind of, like, tied up the, you know, the story that James is dead. So, at right. least, so we think he might come back. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything because you'll be mad at me, but. I hope he, if he comes back, I will literally... I'll be the smartest person on this planet. Move over, Albert Einstein. I know he's dead, but still. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so, then they talk about Alice, and Bella's like, oh, does Alice know about everything, like, with James? And Edward says, yeah, like, she's okay. But he also, like, when he's saying this, she says that he sounds, like, super pissed off. And so it sounds like there's something, like, obviously he has every right to be mad at James for, like, being a fucked up guy. But I'm also thinking there's something there. Like, I I want the Alice spinoff. I want to know more. Yeah. Alice's character was super interesting. I always liked hearing about her and the story. But, of course, as you know, as a typical girly girl seventh grader, my favorite character was Rosalie. Oh, Rosalie? Um, Who gets way more interesting. I... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like Rosalie a lot so far. She hasn't done much. But I do like her. I like pretty much all of the Yeah, vampires. her character gets way more interesting. I like pretty much all of the Cullens. Um, Esme is a little boring to me. Uh, yeah, I feel Carlisle's fine. Emmett, Bear. But... Oh, I, I, I loved Emmett. I, just, I, <laughs> I loved I, Emmett, too. <laughs> I'm not getting much besides Bear here, but, you know... Maybe maybe he'll get a little more. I think that's why I liked huh? him. <laughs> there was just absolutely nothing to his character. He was just like this huge He's just dude. A <laughs> absolutely humongous guy. 
Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so then Edward and Bella get weird and flirty and they start making out. Um, and then luckily her mom starts coming and they hear the her footsteps and Edward like pretends to take a nap on the couch. But really he's eavesdropping. And so her mom comes in and they talk about the Cullens and they talk about Bella and Bella asks, like, oh, where's baseball Phil? Turns out he got signed to the Jacksonville Suns. Uh, and her mom is like, yay, Florida, yeah. like, come live with us in Jacksonville. She says that it's sunny every day, which is a lie. There's a thunderstorm, like, every day. But, <laughs> okay. Like, you would know. Like, in case any of these listeners don't know, I'm living in Jacksonville right now, and... Bella's mother is very much off base. Um, <laughs> but so Bella's like, hell no, I'm staying in force with my vampire boyfriend, mom. And she tells her that she's quote, right. pretty crazy about him, which, yeah, that's for fucking sure. You are crazy. Uh, but she basically tells her yeah. mom that she doesn't even need her anymore because she has Edward. Like, she straight up tells her, like, Mom, you don't need to be here. You can go home. You literally just died. <laughs> well, almost died. And you thought that a vampire had your mom. And you're, like, not happy to see your mom. Like, you don't want to spend time with your mom. You're not, like... Like, how can you, how can you think <laughs> that your mom is in a hostage situation and then it turns out she's not, and then she comes to see you, and you're not overly emotional. Yeah, she's literally, like, not concerned about her mom She doesn't give a fuck. Which is yeah. rude. Um, but so, Bella's mom leaves, uh, and then Edward is like, I thought you would want to go to Florida, like, I thought you hate it here. And she's like, no, because you wouldn't be able to live there, you would sparkle all the time. And he's like, no, I would stay here. And then she gets, like, absolutely hysterical and makes him say, like, that he's not going to leave her, like, a million times, which is super toxic. Super toxic. And now, like, I I want them to break up at this point because any relationship like that, hit the bricks. You gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Just wait for what's in store. Hashtag Team Jacob. <laughs> Until he imprints on a literal baby. Uh, I don't even know what imprinting is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you need to read more. I don't know why I'm using the terminology. Uh, he just falls in love with a baby, that's all I know. Yeah. But she literally is like, don't leave me, and makes him promise not to leave her. And then the heart monitor that she's hooked up to like starts going crazy. Like, she's she's actually going insane hyperventilating having a heart attack attack. and so then he says he won't leave her like 800 times and then um they start to have an argument about whether or not you know he's the reason that she's alive or he's the reason that she almost died and of course she's like no you're the reason i'm alive you saved me and he's like no like if you weren't involved with me this wouldn't have happened which like they're both right it's true right um and then she's like yo you should turn me into a vampire please 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 and she's like super annoying about it um and he's like you know what about your life what about this what about that and she's like i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck and then he's like what about your parents and then she like kind of pauses and then she just goes 
that's not an issue. Like, what? It definitely is. She's like Claudia Conway. She just wants to be emancipated. <laughs> She's like Claudia Conway. She's like, I don't give a fuck about my parents. She does not care. Get me out of here. <laughs> True. Uh, but then uh, she like threatens to go behind his back and make Alice turn her into a vampire. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, that's that's some fucked up shit. Like, why would you do that to your mans? You're really going to go behind his back like that? But then she further manipulates him and she says, oh, well, you know what? I bet Alice already saw me as a vampire, didn't she? Like, and that's why you don't want to do it. But she already, she already saw me as a vampire, I bet. So it's going to happen. And like, she's being toxic as hell. And he ends the conversation <laughs> by like basically just being like, shut up. We're not talking about this right now. And then he calls for the nurse to come in and knock her out with some drugs. <laughs> you know what was funny, though? It's so funny hearing your take on it because you're like, this is toxic, this is toxic, this is toxic. And now hearing it as an adult, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like totally toxic. But as a teenager, I literally just read that as them joking around and completely not toxic at all. <laughs> like, you're just so, like, innocent, you know? Like, you as a yeah. teenager, you were like, you know what? If Robert Pattinson was my boyfriend, I'd be saying that shit, too. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I thought. Wait, question. <laughs> when you were reading the books, obviously you imagine yourself as Bella because... As Dana said in the last episode, this is literally just self-insert self-insert fanfiction. Um, did you imagine right. Edward as Robert Pattinson? Yes, because... And actually, when I remember it, like, the... I guess the books were... All the books were out, except for Breaking Dawn, obviously. But the movie hadn't come out yet when I first started reading mm. it. And so I knew what the cast was. So, like, I kind of imagined Bella as Kristen Stewart, but when you read it, it's very hard to not imagine yourself as Bella. Oh, I think it's pretty easy. To, <laughs> but really? I do not imagine myself well, as her. Yeah. Because I couldn't be that stupid. But also, that's probably because I'm not 12. That's fair. <laughs> so, but so you did kind of imagine yeah, him yeah. As, as Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I totally did. Yeah. And actually, a lot of the time, because I thought Rosalie was such, like, a badass, I would imagine myself as her, too. Like, yeah. It, that was just it. That. I thought they were really cool. <laughs> I thought vampires were cool. You know? Walking around with my little black canvas Twilight back, being like, I'm a vampire. <laughs> I'm a vampire, and you I'm know? a fangirl <laughs> of vampires. Now, we are up to the epilogue, which... Yes. Oh my gosh. My favorite part of the entire first waiting book. Waiting for a goddamn prom scene this entire time. Because when everybody was asking <laughs> Bella to the dance, I was like, oh my god, I hope she goes to the dance with Edward. And then it didn't happen, and I was really disappointed. And then suddenly the epilogue starts, Me and too. it's like, oh, Bella's wearing a long dress. And I was like, fuck yes, fuck yes, fuck yes. Prom. Um, but I also. I kind of take an issue with her calling this an epilogue because there's like three more books. Why would you, why would you have an epilogue? Why isn't it just like chapter 25? I think, I mean, I don't really know if she was planning to write more books when she wrote the first one. Oh, I think absolutely. she just like, 
because I think they got big like she, I think she she did not immediately write New Moon I think she wrote Twilight and then it got really popular and she was like oh shoot I could definitely write more books and so she did because I think she left a lot of the like James stuff open-ended so that she could like take it in a different direction if she wanted to yeah like that type of thing but I'm honestly not sure about that but it would that's what makes sense in my yeah. brain that does kind of make sense I guess but still because I when they became really popular I think I remember Breaking Dawn was like not finished but I can't remember if Eclipse was finished either when I was reading it like I I think Twilight and New Moon were both out but I don't think Eclipse or Breaking Dawn were like I think she wrote those later interesting that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting then to, to read the rest of them but yeah this was my second favorite one. The first book is your second favorite? What's your... Yeah. My first favorite was Eclipse. Eclipse. Oh, wow. The one I know absolutely nothing about. Cool. Nothing about... <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm hearing <laughs> a lot of people that New Moon is, like, their least favorite one. Like, I've heard from one person that they It's like funny, because I used to think that New Moon is, like, annoying just because there's a lot of whining from bella but plot wise it's actually pretty interesting okay. yeah i don't really know that much about it she's just a very annoying i know that like people have told me like bella is like worse in new moon than she is in this one so i'm like jesus christ i don't know if i'm gonna like if i did not have a podcast i probably would have given up after book one but, <laughs> but i gotta do it basically bella is yeah bella is like katniss everdeen in the last Fuck. series yeah, you're going to hate it. But <laughs> but this plot is interesting, which makes up for a okay. lot. Okay. Well, that's good to know at least cuz I don't know anything except that Jacob becomes more And you hear more about Jacob too. Like they become better. That's friends what I'm excited. Like I want to know about the werewolves now. Yeah. And like I think I'm going to get that. So Yeah, that's pretty much all new moon. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Okay. So, epilogue. <laughs> um, basically, it's a prom scene, and I knew this as soon as we started because it mentioned that she was, like, in a long dress, and I was like, <gasps> prom! Um, but so, it starts oh, yeah. out like she's getting into Edward's car, um, and it turns out that she'd spent the whole day, like, with Alice, and Alice was, like, doing her hair and her makeup and giving her a dress, and Bella is a fucking idiot and thinks that she's getting all primped up. So that she can become a vampire in a formal gown and have some sort of weird ceremony. Like, she's so stupid. Oh, yeah. Like, she knows... She knows all of their other vampire... Becoming vampire stories. Like, why did she think that there was a ceremony just for her? Because she's, like, a self-absorbed teenager. <laughs> God. She really is. Yeah. Annoying. Um, but so she's in Edward's car and Charlie calls Edward and apparently Charlie is like very protective of Bella now and you know ever since the accident and quote unquote accident um, and he Loki kind of blames Edward <laughs> for hurting her like he doesn't think that he did it necessarily but he like kind of thinks it's like his fault that it happened again not yeah wrong. not wrong and i think that part of this has to do with like i bet you billy black is like talking to charlie because they're bffs and billy ba billy black is probably like i told you like you shouldn't trust the cullens blah 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 but we'll exactly see what's happening, but i'm pretty sure that happened um 
but so Charlie calls and he tells him that apparently Tyler, the boy that almost killed Bella with his car, showed up at Bella's house and was fully going to take Bella to the prom, which I'm pretty sure Bella and Edward are like noticeably dating at this point. And he also, as far as I know, never actually asked Bella to the prom. So like this guy is a full-on dumbass. Like oh, he yeah. really just expected to show up and take her to prom like who does that but anyway also guys literally will not ask you to prom unless they think you're like remotely interested in going with them and i think it's very obvious like they don't do anything (laughs) unless they know there's a mutual interest it's just not realistic so charlie tells edward this and edward's like oh bro give me the phone let me talk to him and he basically was like, I'm sorry if there's been a miscommunication, but Bella's busy tonight and forever. So, sorry, bye. And, like, hangs up, which is hilarious. But then... Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot I about know. that. But then it's, like, sort of revealed at, at this point to Bella that they're going to the prom. And Bella gets, like, pissed off. And Edward's like, I'm trying to make sure you have, like, a normal teenager life, so shut up we're going to prom they get there and the rest of the columns are there and they're absolutely killing it on the dance floor like twirling around like literally no one else is dancing they're just watching the cullens which is sick um and so they start dancing even though she's being like a little whiny hoe about it um and then who shows up but one jacob black and he looks super aug and uncomfy and instead of like a tux he's just wearing a shirt and a tie and he has his hair in a ponytail <laughs> oh my god i know like, i honestly i always liked jacob i didn't necessarily like think he was right for bella but i always liked like, him he has this sort of i feel like everyone knows a jacob you know he's just a, he's good, just a guy. good guy that has a yeah. little crush on you but won't do anything about it at least for right now but yeah, and I also like was kind of cracking up at the fit because he's wearing a shirt and tie and a ponytail and like I in my head this was Taylor Lautner with the the Jacob wig with a ponytail and a shirt and a tie and it was so funny. Oh, yeah. Um but so he kind of like cuts in and he asks Edward if he could dance with Bella and he's like fine. Apparently he had a growth spurt and he's low key looking pretty cute. And yeah, he had a glow yeah, up. he had a little bit of a glow up, uh, you know, while he was away and Bella was getting eaten by a vampire all that time. Jacob was growing multiple inches, and Jacob is nice to both of them, but Edward's like a dick to him for no reason. But like, probably because he can read his brain, and Jacob's probably thinking like, "Oh, I like Bella," blah blah blah. Um, but whatever, Edward's being a dick. Um, so she says, um, that she hopes that, you know, he's having fun and he asks, or she asks if there's any girls that he likes at the prom and he goes, yeah, but she's taken and like kind of looks at her, which is so awkward. (laughs) And Bella just doesn't fucking say anything. Like she doesn't, like she just stares at him. Like, who could that be? Yeah, but like, what would you do? What would you do in that situation? I'm sorry. Like, of course it's gonna be <laughs> awkward, but don't just, like, stare and not say anything. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that was her just, like, giving him an out, you know? Because what if you had been like, 
oh, like, sorry, I'm with someone. Because then they would, the next thing that would happen, they'd be like, oh, oh, I was talking about someone else. (laughs) You know, like, I think she was just trying to give her friend cover. Yeah, I guess. Because she doesn't want to make it hashtag awkward. Yeah, (laughs) it was still really funny, though. Um, But so then, like, you know, this whole time he's acting, like, really awkward and, like, kind of sheepish. And then he finally fesses up and says that Billy literally paid him to come to the prom and talk to her. And at first I thought, like, oh, that's kind of funny because I thought that, like, Billy paid him to go to the prom and ask out his crush, like, Bella. Um, But no, that's, that's not why he paid him. He paid him to go and tell her to please break up with, like, added the word please, to please break up with Edward because Billy does not believe that Bella fell. Yeah. As he shouldn't, to be honest. Like, I know that Bella's clumsy, but two flights of stairs and a window. Yeah, like, what? It's a little extreme. I wouldn't believe that It's a little either. extreme. Yeah. Um, but Jacob is, like, super embarrassed about it. Um, but surprisingly, Bella was pretty cool. And she was like, you know what? Tell him thanks. Like, I know he means well. And I hope you get the parts for your car. Because he's, like, building a car. Um, and then Edward, like, pops up out of nowhere and is like, okay, bye-bye, Jacob. Time's up, buddy. And Jacob's still very polite and nice to him. So, I'm liking Jacob so far in this book. I don't have a reason to dislike him so far. Except I do know that he imprints on a baby, but whatever. Um... (laughs) But, so Jacob goes away and then Edward is like, I'm not mad at Billy, but Jacob is annoying me. And Bella's like, man, shut up. Like, he's a nice kid. So then Edward takes her outside for a romantic chat, you know, and he says that it's twilight. Ooh. And he's like, honestly, Bella, like, what the fuck did you think we were going to do all dressed up like this other than go to the prom? And she confesses. Make me a vampire. (laughs) She confesses that she thought that he was going to turn her into a vampire and he's like you really thought i'd wear tux for that dumbass yeah so they have a little argument again and he's like oh do you want me to do it right now and then he goes to her neck and then he kisses her oh oh man and then they like have more i love you flirty talk and that's pretty much how the book ends it's a pretty anticlimactic ending yeah but i did definitely enjoy like the second half a lot more than the first half like for sure oh yeah it gets more interesting in the second half yeah and there's still like a lot of plot holes where you're kind of like why is this the way the book is wrapped up but it's definitely more entertaining yeah, like i things i want to know now yeah. i want to know the rest of the collins backstories like obviously i know carlisle and i know a little bit about alice now and i know like a little bit about esme Rosalie. I know that Rosalie My was day. brought for Edward, but then they didn't click. And I know that Rosalie found Emmett, and I know that Jasper and Alice found each other. But I don't know where the fuck Jasper came from, and I want to because he's kind of. He's my fave. Like, I'm Team Jasper right now. And I want to know more about Rosalie, and I want Rosalie to be more active in these books because she seems. Like a boss ass. Yeah, bitch. she definitely. Yeah, she definitely is. She's super. Like she's 
just a boss lady. She's amazing. And yeah, honestly, she is just my favorite. She seems pretty sick. My favorite. Um, let's see what else. Oh, I guess it would be mm-hmm. fun to learn more about Esme, but to me, she's kind of just mom. Like, she's just kind of boring. Also, I this is just a side note, but you are going to crack up when you find out the name of the baby that Jacob imprints on. Oh, I won't no, give you I, any I, more I, context I know what it is. It's Renesme. Oh, I know the baby's name. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I couldn't remember if you did or not. How could I forget a name like Renesme? And I remember re- when I was reading this book, yeah. I was like, oh my god, Esme, that's where Renesme comes from, but where does Renee come from? And then, like, two chapters later, Bella's like, mm-hmm. oh, my mom, mm-hmm. Renee. And I'm like, oh, so it's your mom's? That's a stupid-ass <laughs> name. Yeah. But I am kind of curious, like, how do you have a vampire baby? Like, is it just stuck as a baby? Don't answer that. But <laughs> I won't. I want to, I'm but really I won't. Confused about the science of it all. Like, is she just like a purebred vampire? Yeah. I don't understand it. But yeah, and I'm excited to learn more about the werewolves. Well, thanks for coming on because you are the you know you're the only person I knew during that time really that was a fan. Like, you're the only person that I witnessed <laughs> go through this. So that's why I wanted to have you on for this oh, very yeah. anticlimactic ending. Yeah, and I also have one more question okay. for you before we leave, which is, do you want my black canvas Twilight bag? <laughs> you still have it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Low-key, I think I could pull it off, ironically, you know? I think you could, I too. I think I could do it. I don't know. I might want it, you know? You might want it, though. I don't know. I might get back into it. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on today, Chrissy. I really enjoyed Talking about the end of Twilight with you, even though Me too. it was not as cool as I thought it was going to be, but still, whatever. And, um, <laughs> you know, listeners, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next- well, I won't see you, but I guess I'll talk to you on the next episode of Twilight for New Moon. <laughs>